You are listening to Message Rewind from Discovery Church. Hey, good morning, Discovery Church. Welcome to Church at Home. If I have not yet had the privilege to meet you, uh, my name's John. I get this amazing opportunity to lead this community that we call Discovery. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, special shout out to all the Watts parties that are gathering throughout Santa Rosa, Roner Park, Petaluma. What's up, guys? I hope you're having a blast. So I'm very excited to jump into the message today. But before I do, I just want to give a couple quick announcements. Real quick, want to remind you that if you signed up for our Woman's Mixer, it is happening today at 1230 over at Sally's Tomatoes. Um, I hope you ladies have a great time. I won't be there, but I know it's going to be a blast. So that's uh, that's 1230 today. But man, we did not forget about you because on August 16th, we're going to have a guy's mixer. We call it a dude mixer and we're looking forward to hanging out. And so uh, get ready to hear um, opportunities and ways for you to sign up and, and to get involved in that. Now, here's the big, big, big announcement. Okay, Next Sunday, August 2nd we will be having another brown bag Sunday. Now, if you missed the first one, it was a blast. We met outside, uh, we had masks on, uh, the tables were, were, were spread apart at, at a great distance, and we came out and we just hung out. Like, we, we said hi, we had church together, and so we hope that you can just come out, bring your mask, wear your mask, bring your sanitizer. What we've had, We had sanitizer last, last time we'll bring it again and and we just we want to connect we want to have community community is vital so again that's this coming sunday august 2nd from 11 to 1. okay so now you're, you're probably wondering hey john you're at your house why are you filming at your house did you wonder that probably not well if you did there's great news because i am filming here at my house because drum roll we started construction at the church everybody celebrate Woo! uh yeah we we started uh on tuesday of this this past week and and so they're um, they're building out and, and we are excited um, that god is still doing miracles and still making things happen even in a pandemic y'all and so we're so excited about that I do want to say, uh, if you have a trade craft as far as um, some type of, of of electrician or or tile worker or I don't know, like whatever, let us know. Uh, we're we're getting into the stage where after we we build the walls, uh, we got to do some fine detail stuff. And so, if you are able to volunteer, let us know. Uh, the more the merrier and listen your house your discovery home is gonna be phenomenal but i was actually thinking about that i was thinking about how long it's taken to get here right if you knew the backstory we we've been it's it just been a long journey and finally we're here finally finally we, we now have the chance to start building now have you ever been in a situation or a predicament where you wonder like how long is this going to last like <laughs> you thought it was going to be something simple and it just progressed and got longer and longer and pretty soon like have you ever got to that place where it took so long you're like man i am just 
going to quit. It's not even worth it. There are seasons and times in life where if we're honest, man, we just want to throw our hands up. And we just want to say, I'm done with this. But this morning, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to press through to your breakthrough. To press through to your breakthrough. See, last week I talked about the idea that, that it's not about what God does, it's who God is. And this idea that if we could begin to see God as a who God rather than a what God, no matter the circumstances that we're going through, like we can still stand firm on who God is. And I was thinking to myself, John, what would be a good follow-up to a message like that? And I realized what it was. It's this idea that even though I know, even though I, I now see God as a who God, it doesn't change the fact that while I'm going through something hard, while I'm going through, through a trial, through a, 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 a hardship, that it doesn't change the fact that there are points and moments in those times where I just want to throw in the towel. I just want to give and so this morning, I want to speak to that, that, that thought of giving up. And this morning, if you check out, if, you, if you're watching on Facebook and you decide to scroll on to another profile, hey, you got called out. Um, uh, if, 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 you're, if you're going to scroll away, just, just, just know this, don't give up. Because it's very easy to, 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 to see your hardship, your situation as permanent. And if you begin to see your hardship and what you're going through, the season of life that you're in as permanent, you, you, you'll begin to just tell yourself, like, what's the point of even pressing through? Today, I want to encourage you to keep pressing on, to press through to your breakthrough. In fact, scripture actually gives us a bit of hope, actually a lot of hope, when it comes to this idea of, of hardships and trials and things that you're going through. It says this in Psalms chapter 30 and verse 5, check it out, that weeping may last for the night, but joy comes in the morning. So this verse is, it, what it's doing is, is establishing this idea that weeping may last for the night, that what you may go through, the things that are causing pain and the things that are, are causing you to, to be stressed out in the anxieties of the world, weeping may last for the night. So it may last for a season, but it's not permanent. Ma'am, can I tell you what you're going through? It's not permanent to keep holding on. Sir, can I tell you this morning that what you're going through is not permanent. You got to keep holding on. The psalmist writes, weeping may last for the night, but if you can just hold on, joy comes in the morning. So how do we do that? How do we persevere to our promise? How do we press through 
till we hit our breakthrough? To answer that question, we're actually going to look in the Old Testament at a very familiar Bible character that that went by the name of Noah. And Noah is a very interesting fellow because he is put in a very unique situation. See, Noah, he has the opportunity to save mankind. But what, what we tend to forget, what I tend to forget about this story is, is, is the, the perseverance that Noah had to show from the time that God said, hey, Noah, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I need you to do to the time when it finally passed. And so I figure, man, if there is anybody that we can learn from on how to press through, how you and I can reach our promise, how we can press through till we hit our breakthrough. If there's anybody in scripture that we can learn that from, it's, I think it's Noah. And so what we're going to do, we're going to jump in to Genesis chapter six, and we're going to look at, we're going to look at the story of Noah. In fact, we're going to pull out three uh, ingredients that, that we see that I believe helped Noah push through to his breakthrough, push through to the place that God had for him. And so if you got your Bibles, go ahead and turn with me to Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6. We're going to start off at verse 14. I'm going to read a couple verses and I'm going to pull out um, some, some application and we'll just do that back and forth. So here we go. Genesis chapter six, verse 14. It says this, this is God speaking to Noah. He, he, he says, so make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it, leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. I'm going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life and under the heavens, every creature that has the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish. Okay, so what we just read in verse 14 through 17 is... Um, is God lays out the inconvenience. God's laying out this detailed account of what Moses is supposed to build, what he is supposed to do. And here is God. He's like, no, this is what I want you to build. Ba, 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 ba. Now, if I'm Noah in this moment, I'm like, yo, God, you got the wrong guy, man. Like, do you know how long this is going to take me to build this ark? No, no. Hey, God, choose the next person. And I love verse 22 of what Noah's response to God. He says this. Verse 22 says this. Noah did everything just as God commanded Noah did everything just as God commanded him. Here's the first ingredients. If we are going to push through to get to our breakthrough, the first thing we got to do is be obedient. First ingredient is obedience, is obedience. Here's what I love is that Noah was obedient 
to God without even fully understanding the complexities of what God was asking him to do. Listen, Noah was obedient despite his understanding. Come on. See, my obedience cannot rely on my outlook. If we want to push past where we're at, if we want to push through to hit our breakthrough, we got to understand that my obedience can't rely on my outlook. My obedience to what God is asking me to do cannot rely on what I understand. Come on. See, there are a million things and reasons that that you may not understand about the season that you're in right now. There may be a a million questions that that you have for God about why you're going through whatever you're going through, why you're in this season that you're in. There may be a million questions, a million reasons why. But if I want to push past that season and if I want to get And if I want to push through to my breakthrough, I have to get to the place in my life where if God tells me to move, I move. If God tells me to, 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 if God tells me to stay, I stay. If God tells me to trust, I trust. If God tells me to build, I build. I, I have to learn to be obedient to God despite my outlook in the situation. Fam, can I encourage you this morning, whatever you're going through, whatever season of life you're in, no matter how many questions that you have about the season or the predicament that you find yourself in, can I encourage you this morning to just learn to fully surrender and become obedient to what God is asking you to do in whatever season you find yourself in. So the first ingredient is is, is obedience. Let's keep reading. Verse 18. This is God speaking. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons, and your wife, and your sons' wives with you. Here is the second ingredient. If you want to learn, if you want to be able to push, push through to reach your breakthrough, here, here's the second ingredient that you need, this community, this community. So the plans that God gave Noah, listen, they were unattainable for Noah to accomplish by himself. See, Noah needed his family in order to fulfill what God had told him to do. But here's the cool thing about this. His family needed him just as much as he needed them. I'll say that again because I got confused. Noah's family, Noah just didn't need his family. Let me say it this way. Noah just didn't need his family, but his family needed him. See, here's what I'm trying to get at, that we need to get to that place where we understand that my life is better with you in it. And your life, I hope, is better with me in it. We have to learn to build our lives in community. But not just any community. We need the right community. 
We need, it's going to take the right community, the right people to bring us to the place that we need to go. Let me say it this way. You need the right people to get you to the right place. Go ahead, jot that down in your notes real quick. <laughs> you need the right people to get you to the right place. See, that's why, that's why we push the local church so hard. That's why I'm always constantly saying, hey, getting, I know we're in a pandemic and I know things are crazy, but, but listen, if you want to come out of this pandemic in one piece, you're not going to do it by isolating yourself. Now I'm not saying going out in like spitting on people by talking and handshaking and hop. That's not what I'm saying, but you need to be in some type of community. If you want to come out of this pandemic strong, like you can't do it alone. You need to take advantage of the Zoom groups. You need to take advantage of, of outdoor um, safe environments where you can connect and you can receive prayer. Like it's necessary, fam, it's necessary. Listen, your success in, 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 in reaching your breakthrough, pushing through to your breakthrough, your success it's not just on obedience to God, but it's also your willingness to jump into community. Like whatever you're going through, if you want to make sure that you come out of it sane and, and you want to come out of it um, better, I said you need community. See, the enemy, Satan, would love for you to think that you can do this on your own. The enemy would love for you to think that you have to go through whatever hardship you're going through on your own. But I'm here to tell you this morning, nothing can be further from the truth. So how do we push through to our breakthrough? Obedience to God. We need community. And let's keep reading in verse 19. You are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. Two of every kind of bird, every kind of animal, and every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come to you, uh, will come to you to be kept alive. Verse 21. You are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and stored away as food for you and for them. So here's the third and final ingredient that you and I need if we are to push through to our breakthrough, and it's this divine intervention. Divine intervention. Come on. Here in these verses that we just read, God is like, hey, you have to get every animal, right? Every male, female animal, um, and, and, and to bring them onto the ark. Now, let me tell you this. This would not be possible if they were doing it on their own strength. There is no way in the world that without divine intervention, without God saying, hey, I'm going to help you, I'm, I, 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 I'll lead you through, I will give you the strength and I will give you the favor it takes to get these animals on the boat. If it was not for divine intervention, if it was, if it was not for God uh, uh, saying that, hey, I will help you through this, they would have never been able to accomplish it. The same is true with whatever you're going through right now. Obedience to God is important. Community is important. But without divine intervention through God, through the Holy Spirit, saying that He is going to be your strength, without saying that, Holy Spirit, you, 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 it's, I'm only going to get through this with you pushing me and helping me. It's not going to happen. Friends, you and I, we need divine intervention. 
We need God intervening on our behalf, standing in our behalf and saying, hey, son, daughter, I know you feel weak right now, but in your weakness, my strength is perfected. Son, daughter, I know you feel like you can't go any further, but here, let me help you up. Come on, we need the Holy Spirit to lead us, to guide us, to be our strength, to be our hope in the midst of whatever we're going through. Divine intervention. God, you need, you need to help me. You need to get me through this. I can't do it alone. I can't do it by myself. And so we got to learn to be obedient. We have to learn to have community. And we got to have divine intervention. Now, as we close this morning, I want to bring us back to Genesis 6, verse 18, because God says something that I think is very important that we don't miss this. He says that I will establish my covenant with you. God's talking to Noah. He said, I'm going to establish my covenant. This idea that, that Noah, I, I'm going to establish my promise. I have a promise for you. But before Noah could ever reach that promise, he had to, he had to be willing to persevere. Now, I wonder if at any point in this time where Noah was like, man, this is not worth it. I wonder if, if at any point of this duration of time where Noah was like, man, I am so tired. I just want to give up. I just want to throw in the towel. This morning, if that's you, if you've gotten to that place where you're like, Why, what am I doing? Why did I even believe that pastor when he said that God has my back and that God would see me through? Why did I even believe him? That's you this morning. I want to encourage you that scripture says God's word does not return void. That what he spoke to you, if you can just continue to persevere, if you can continue to push through his promises always come to pass. Check this out, Genesis chapter 8, verse 6. After 40 days, Noah opened a window and sent out a raven, and it kept flying back and forth until water had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could find nowhere to perch because there was water all over the surface of the earth. So it returned to Noah in the ark. So this is the second time Noah is like, okay, maybe the raven's dumb. Let's try a dove. Hello. And so he sent out the dove. The dove came back. No sign of land. Like at that point, I'm like, no. If I'm Noah, I'm like, God, you lied to me, man. You lied to me. Verse 10, he waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening, there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then Noah knew that the water had receded from the earth. So Noah tried 
the raven. Then he tried a dove. And then he tried another dove seven days after that. And that third, the, the second dove came back with an olive branch. And here's the significance of the olive branch. The olive branch was a representation of peace. In fact, the olive branch, when it's extended, it's the sign of peace. Like, hey, I, I want to mend things. I, I, I'm, offering, I'm offering my peace towards you. Shout out to, to my Bender family. Hey, John and Debbie, I love you. Uh, Debbie actually had, had brought to, me, to my attention this idea of offering an olive branch uh, she, she said, and I love you, Debbie. She's like, if there was ever a time we needed to extend an olive branch to people, it's now. And I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Debbie. This idea that, that this olive branch is extending. It's like, hey, I come in peace. I'm bringing peace. And so what we see in this story is that when Noah felt like this was not going the way that it should have, when, when he's not seeing any land in sight, when he's questioning whether or not he should have been obedient to God, all of a sudden God comes through. And he comes through in the form of an olive branch. And he brings, he extends this olive branch to Noah. And, and this idea that says, hey, my covenant with you, what I spoke in the past, I promise it'll come to pass now. And he's offering Noah this olive branch, this extension, watch this, of peace. I love this because notice that Noah's recollection of being reminded of the covenant that God spoke to him. That Noah was still in the boat. He was still in the midst of the flood. And yet it was in that moment where God reminded him, here is my peace. This morning, whatever you're going through, I'm encouraging you to remember that your season, whatever you're going through, remember it's not permanent. And also remember in the midst of it, God wants to remind you that he is your Thank you for listening to Message Rewind. Come back every Monday night at 5 p.m. to hear the latest message from Discovery Church.